everyone, it's Deku with a low-quality mic later on after editing. Just letting you guys know, we recorded this like at the start of December. It took me almost a month to edit it, so it's going to be a little bit behind. So if you hear us say something that's not entirely true anymore, or talk about something that has been introduced to the game already, that's why. Sorry. Have a good time listening to the show. Hello everyone, and welcome back to Phaeology, the study of Fire Emblem Heroes. I am Deku, and I am here along with Jackal. Hello. And Joel. Hi. And uh, we are here to hype ourselves up for Book 5, and the 5.0 update that is coming very soon. So before we talk about that, though, we have to talk about Book 4. What do you guys think of Book 4? Um, I liked it, I think. <laughs> Excellent. It's been so long since I've actually played through the entirety of book four because it's over such a long period of time. Uh, but generally positive is where I will sit. Generally positive is pretty good. Faye isn't exactly known for having great story. How about you, Joel? How are you feeling Stor about this? Story-wise... I liked book three better, but I, I still think they did some cool things. I, I, I overall liked the story. I, yeah, I, I mean, it had some nice twists and turns that I, I couldn't predict, you know, a year in advance, like book one. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> but who is this um, mysterious masked man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, who knows? By the way, where's Bruno? <laughs> Um, but yeah, but I, I, I liked the story. I, I mean, it's a mobile game. This is, this is not, the story is not going to be amazing, but I thought they did a good job. Um, I, I'm actually like the, liking the way they, pro they're progressing. Um, I, I thought they did a lot of great things for the summon, for the summoning experience in general in this book. Yes. Um, I guess the book I is love... more than just the story. It is yeah. the changes that have been made to the game over the last year. I absolutely love the four-star focuses. I love the spark system. Uh, they cleaned up the five-star pool again, which I love. Um, I, I, accommodating for that with more revival banners, which are also fantastic value. I mean, we just had Brave Hector, who got an amazing refine on a three-person banner. Uh, you probably could have picked him up for and plus tend him for, I don't know, eight hundred orbs. That's that's a steal for a plus Dang. ten of his quality. So I yeah I there were there were a lot of things to like. So, Jackal, what was your favorite thing about this past year? Um, I'm just gonna go look up a list of book of version 4 updates yeah that that would be good to have because uh, I honestly couldn't tell you um, I mean the the uh, changes that have been made to uh, resources have been nice although to be honest with you I, I couldn't tell you exactly all the ones that have come through um, I would like to see more resources provided though uh specifically um like uh, i mean kind of what i kind of what i mentioned in the uh the 
Mythic Banner review, uh, the the legendary four star units. Um, I I know that that isn't necessarily entirely plausible, but that's kind of what I want. Uh, but well, anyway, all right. I I I heard a version of that, and that that's probably in the the book five stuff that we'll be talking about in just a second. But I will. We'll get to that. I heard a really interesting version. It was it was your idea, just tweaked a hair, but uh, we'll we'll get to that. I was um, right. But I mean, so all the I have game a modes list we of got changes that were made during book four. Yes, so let's go through those. First, at the beginning of four point oh was Mjolnir Strike. I love this game mode. Yeah, personally. Yeah, I do too. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, I know I know the complaint is that it's pay to play. And, and it is, but I, it's it's easy. The resources. gameplay is still really good. I enjoy even it even if you don't score well, you can still enjoy it. So it's and this will be probably be a theme. It is a good game mode. It is a not a good competitive mode. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I'm not sure that is going to be a theme. <laughs> I think we have uh, issues coming up. Um, the next one is Faypass. Ooh. That came out in 4.2. I, I mean, I like Faypass. Me too. That's, I, it is updating heroes that are old. Yeah, I will admit, I was very anti-Faypass at first, but I am now a, a card-carrying Faypass subscription holder. <laughs> Nice. Me too. Most months. That said, play F2P, people. You do not need these fancy new skins. I just no. want these fancy new skins. E- yes. Except for Ellawood. <laughs> I mean, Ellawood, Marth, Seda, all of those are great for me. Um, yep, so generally, it's definitely been a great way to keep the money coming in for Fire Emblem Heroes. And actually, I found myself spending less money on packs because I'm already spending on Fae Pass. I don't know. Interesting. the the biggest The biggest thing people complained about Fae Pass was the quality of life stuff that got locked behind a paywall. This is true, and I think that is a very valid complaint. And I think it was stupid because it it is it is otherwise something that I I think is a good thing. Like I I, I think they did a good job with it. And then they got then they got weird on us and locked the uh, the auto battle feature and I think there was yeah. something else maybe it was just the um, auto battle feature I'm, it was I'm the auto now. battle and it was the uh, turn wheel yes and I gotta tell you as a as as a guy who often plays rocking my son to sleep and he'll you know spasm and hit the screen. <laughs> <laughs> The small Being human just to, wants to play Fire Emblem. <laughs> Being able to restart that round is just huge for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I Dude. I definitely don't like the fact that uh, all that stuff was paywall locked. Um, now, I yeah. mean... It is still really nice to have that stuff, though. At least it is in the game somehow. I, I definitely agree. I... I am frustrated when I uh, have not renewed my Fae Pass 
and mm-hmm. I need to clear all however many ten stratums of of the training tower. That's super frustrating. <laughs> um, mm. And uh, I mean, it's it really kind of sucks. It does. You're not wrong. I I think the point here is they didn't need to lock that behind the paywall. I, I think Fay Pass is a good value just with the resources you get and with the new skins. So I yeah. I kind of disagree. I, I think that there should be more resources gained. So like <clears throat> uh there are the Fay Pass uh changes like every twenty days, is that right? Um so I think it's, it's every two it's, weeks. Yeah, it's every two weeks. Okay, so 14 days. So, in my opinion, they should be renewing those quests, like, every week. You know, like, I'm I'm paying $10 so that I can get these these bonuses, and I get it every two weeks? That kind of sucks. Or or just increase the number of rewards. And the rewards are easy to get. It's it's not like I'm, uh, like, hunting, hunting and, and trying to find... Uh, ways to complete these quests they're they're easy um because they kind of have to give you the stuff you know because you're paying for it which i mean i i don't know as as someone that finishes all my quests like basically all the time uh i i kind of hate that there are some days where i don't have quests and um i don't know that that kind of sucks to me yep that's fair kind of feels like you're you don't have any reason to be playing right now. Yeah, and exa- that's exactly what happens is I close the game. So, I go play something else for the rest of the day. All right, well, let's move on. In version 4.3, we got Forma Souls and comp- um, Compile Manuals. Toilet paper. Love it. Uh, absolutely love it. I agree. Probably the single best addition to the game in the last year. I agree, except that I don't think we get enough toilet paper. I mean, that's now fair. I, I know that it's supposed to be a limited resource, and they don't want everybody to get all the stuff. But Joel, have you have you actually completed a? You said you have completed a line, right? Three lines. And how much toilet paper do you have right now? Um, I, well, that would, uh, technically I'm 600 short of completing three lines. So that's, that'd be 18,000, uh, uh, yeah. What do you call it again? Divine codes. There we go. Yeah. We, we just, we call, we call it, we call it toilet paper so much. Sometimes I forget the actual name. (laughs) Uh, everybody knows what we're talking about. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Uh, do you guys remember, um, how much one line is? How much divine? Six thousand. Six thousand. That's yeah. a lot. It uh, really I, is. I'm sitting here I'm, with fourteen hundred. Yeah. Wow. Gosh. Uh, I'm sitting on uh, three thousand and change. Um. And like, I I don't know what to pull because I I don't know what I need right now. So <clears throat> I don't know. That just kind of sucks to me. And this is something I want to come back to a little bit when we talk about our book five changes. Is I do think that as much as I love this, there are additions and changes that could be made. Yeah. Um, 
Forma Souls are expensive, but it is a guaranteed five star that you can merge and has Amazing all skills. premium skills. Yeah. So I for for that unit you love, and I think the best example is Deku, your project where you were working on Lancina. Yes. And she popped up. And so I mean, yeah, it's thirty bucks, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean that's a no brainer if that's a project. How much money would I spend on orbs getting her up to plus eight? Yeah. And alongside that, getting all of the fodder. Yeah, all the premium. The skills. low skill, the sturdy impact. Uh, I I I can't envision a time where I would go and pay for a four muscle, but uh, I do like the idea. I I think that um, for people that want to do that, it is a great option. And you get how how many orbs? It's sixty, right? Um, something like that. I could go check. Yes, it's sixty because it's I two to one. Someone instead of shop, and now it's taking five minutes to open. I mean, that's that's <laughs> a pretty um, good yeah, sixty deal orbs for a so that's two dollars an orb plus a free five star unit. Yeah, with premium skills. Yes, so it is certainly worth the investment. It's just a lot of down payment for that investment. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Formas are, are new in book four as well, right? Or did they come in last year? Um, yeah, they they are new to book four. That yeah. is correct. So, I mean, I, I think that that's a good change. All right, so jumping forward, uh, 4.4 had a couple of different updates. The first of these we talked about a little bit earlier was the Spark System. Which, Spark System's great, right? Yes. A- absolutely. I don't know why. Is go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I think you're going to say the I same think we're thing. We're about I to am. ask the exact same question. Why is yeah. it not on special heroes banners? Yes. Or honestly, I could even ask why is it not on every banner? Like, how is it going to hurt IS if somebody decides to go into weekly revival 18 so that they can spark for Alm? It it alleviates so much frustration. It really does. No matter what, you know, at least once you spend. I, I think it's 135 orbs if it's with the uh, the tickets, but I, I it's more obviously if it's not. But anyway, it's just knowing that you've got a sure thing if your luck really tanks. That's yeah, I've that's only so ever done huge. It twice myself, but you know, if you really want times. a unit or if you really want to merge, then by all means, this is the way to do it. Yeah. I've done it several times, and uh, I mean, I I um I consider the uh, hundred and fifty orbs or however many it was to spark uh, well worth the investment because I got all of the uh, fodder that that I pulled uh, mm-hmm. plus you know at least one other five star every time I was sparking. I I pulled at least one more five star. Uh, in most cases, I think I pulled two or three extras. The, the odds yeah, say that you will pull at least one other. Yeah. I mean, that they're, yeah, they're in your favor. Lot. Yeah. So uh, it's it's a guaranteed built-in pity timer, which which we kind of have with the summoning percentages, but... Well, are, I mean, have you seen the sure. ceiling? You know, there is a ceiling. Like, you're, you're, you can only... After summoning so many, 
they do cut it off and you get a guaranteed five star. Yeah, it's like a hundred or something. No, no, no. It's it. Oh, you mean a hundred summons? Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't remember how much it actually is. It was, it, it, it made my eyes pop out of my head. Hmm. <laughs> if I had gone that far without a five star, I, I would have. I rage quit the game and probably throw my phone across the room. <laughs> the small child would be very disappointed in you. You, you would be. <laughs> he, uh, that's once at night we play one of the training tower matches and his favorite character is Sothis. Cause whenever she, uh, whenever she destroys someone, the small human says, kaboom, kaboom, kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> Your family is a treat. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Um, so 4.4 update also came with the limited hero battles. Um, yeah. uh, first off, Jekyll, certainly... are you there? I'm still here. Okay, I, you, you flashed out for just a second. Oh, okay. Um, I am not a huge fan of the limited battles. Um yeah, that's fair. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> I I don't always have the units to to actually even clear. I I think I can usually clear the the level thirty, but I mean, I I don't think I've cleared very many of the level forties, and hmm, I may have cleared what what is that? Infernal and Abyssal. Are those the two top? Yeah. Levels. Lunatic, Infernal, Abyssal. Uh. Well, but but for the limited battles, because it's it's hard and then lunatic and infernal. Then they 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 always have one that's a. I believe the abyssal levels are the um, uh, the legendary hero battles. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I have never completed an abyssal legendary hero battle for uh, in in this way yeah. uh, for the limited I, hero battles. I'm telling you now. Yeah. Um. I've done all but one. Be right back. Gosh. And I, I tried so hard. <laughs> what What is the reward for the uh, the abyssal clear, Joel? I don't know. It, it's it's nothing worth the, the amount of time <laughs> that yeah. I put into it. <laughs> it's bonkers the amount of uh, effort that needs to be put in for so little reward. But it's. Something has to be challenging. I mean, that's true, but make the reward better. I I just yeah I I, I am okay with limited, and I know I know Ilya hates them too. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to because and he's got a very valid argument. He he wants to use his units the way he wants to use them. He yeah. doesn't want to be forced to use other units. But I. I personally, I I think I think it's nice to have something that's a that's a real challenge, and those those limited hero battles are a challenge sometimes. Holy cow! But I mean, what else in what else in in a in PvP or sorry PVE is that hard? Uh, I mean, probably nothing. And I'm I'm not saying don't make it hard, right? I, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is. Make it worth me doing it. You know, like, the the biggest reason that I haven't attempted any of those Infernal maps or Abyssal maps or whatever is because it's just not worth my time. I mean, if if it's either clear the Abyssal map or 
do something with my wife, I'm not going to clear the abyssal map. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I I definitely understand that, but I I'm hoping that most things in this game are weighed. <laughs> play the game or do something with your wife. Well, that your yes. wife wins. <laughs> yes, yes, that is true. She does, but uh, you know, it's it's. <clears throat> Uh, obviously, I mean, that that's not like a, a good example, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, um, it's hard for me to make the argument to want to do it. You know, like if, if somebody is like, oh yeah, I never clear abyssal maps. I'm not going to be like, why not? They're so good. No, that's garbage. Anyway, that's, that's my rant. I'm sticking to it. Oh yeah, we're moving on to 4.5.0. Nothing really in here. 4.6. Nothing. Oh, resident battles. I almost forgot about that. Um, Joel, you Even go we first. We do it every week. All right, I'm. I I'm just gonna say I. This am, is. Okay. Go ahead, Decker. All right, Resident Battles. <laughs> so, I. Sorry. I have I have spanned the globe on <laughs> emotions on this. Um, I I didn't understand what this was when it first came out. Uh, and, and I, I have, I have recently been in some discussions that have changed my mind on what this is for. Um, and I, I want to just take two seconds here. This is a very accessible game mode to brand new players. It is very easy to get into. You don't need to level up your units too much. Um, I, Yeah. I mean, worst comes to uh, worst comes to worst, you you can go get a PM one guide, and and literally flutter between interval twenty and interval nineteen, and if you look at the rewards of resonant battles versus arena, they're comparable. I mean, that they actually have a lot of rewards for not a lot of effort compared to arena. Because all of us here know how mu- how hard arena is. Like that is right now. That is the hardest uh, hardest game mode in the game. Yep. Resonant Battles gives you not quite as many rewards, but comparable to that. So for a new player, you can jump into a game mode. You can be tier twenty or interval twenty point five with as little as 450 orbs. Because, I, I mean, we did the math. You need three distinct uh, harmonized heroes, and you can be in 20.5 just like that. Wow. A lot of times you can stay in tier 21. So, as an accessibility mode, I like that, that uh, IS has put this in. Do I enjoy the mode? Not really. <laughs> I don't. I don't like puzzlers. Um, 
I, I, I like... on the other hand, do. I actually love this mode. Well, good. I it, I think it's a well-designed game mode. It's just, it's not my bag. Yep, fair enough. Uh, I, um... This is complicated for me. So, I, I clear... Or I... I <laughs> I do a resident battle every week, right? But I uh, I don't put that much effort into it. It's basically just to get like the minimum number of rewards. Uh, because again, this is one of those things where like I could go find a PM one guide, but do I want, do I want it? It's starting to sound more and more like I just don't like playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. What it sounds like is you want to whine about not getting resources, but when they offer them to you, you don't go out and grab them. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess. Uh, yeah, look, it's um, it's not my favorite game mode. I, I agree with you, Joel. I, I think that um, it's a good game mode uh, that can be cleared uh relatively easily with with very little investment in in uh units um but uh i mean i i i don't know i i don't know what pm1's guides are looking like right now to be honest uh i haven't done one since resident battles came out um they they are ridiculously easy yeah. For resonant battles. So is he using like the same uh units every time or or what? They're well they, they have to be from different games. So yeah, they they're can't all use the same units every time. Yeah. Three and four star pool or grill unit. And it's the the big difference is, you know, for his abyssals, you have to have a lot of times he's manipulating AI. And so if your stat line isn't exactly right. Like, uh, Memento Mori gave the example where he gave his heir one flower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. on one of the Abyssal maps, it just blew him up, and nothing would work right. Uh, Resonant Battles is not that way at all. And it is, it's, it's very easy to follow his guides, and it's very easy to swap units in and out. Yeah. And because the AI doesn't really do that much, it's very predictable what it's going to do, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I, I think the biggest snafu he had was uh, he was using an unmerged Nesala. And if you used a merged Nesala, the unit that you went up against had ruptured sky and it scaled off your attack. <laughs> and so the Nesala would die if it was merged, but not if it was unmerged. <laughs> huh. I know. Bizarre, right? Yeah, that's. That's interesting. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, look. I I think it's a I think it's a good game mode. I think that it's not for me, um, but uh, it is for other people. So that's it. Uh yes. And now we get to four point nine and the highlight of book four. Frontline <laughs> Phalanx. So tell me why this is your favorite game mode. Jack, I'll go ahead. Uh, yeah, I'll go first this time to give you some time to think. Um, so here's what I'll say about Frontline Phalanx. Uh, we we kicked its tail. Uh, <laughs> uh, we um, 
we did a, an incredible job with Frontline Phalanx, and uh, I I feel like we probably will see the game mode again, um, but after a significant amount of retooling. Um, and uh, I mean, I I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was fine. Uh, obviously, it was it, uh, the uh, heroes were too strong against the uh, quote unquote villain. Uh, or, I mean, I guess the villain just needed more health, like another 200% more health. Uh, Honestly, you know what I think they should have done? Is they should have done something similar to Mjolnir Strike, where there's an infinite amount of health, and it depends on it. We get rewards based on how much health we deal out, or how much damage, I guess. Yeah. Which isn't yeah. really like Mjolnir Strike, actually, the more I talk about it, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, but but it's... It's different in that you're not actually doing any, like, actual combat, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I liked it a lot. Um, I, I thought it was fine. I, I think it needs some retooling, and I think we'll see it again. In general, I, I like to stay positive because I, I really do love this game a lot. So, unfortunately here, I'm going to use the strongest word that Ilya will allow and say... What a turd. I just... <laughs> this game mode was so half-baked. I... It was supposed to take, what, nine days? And it took two? Mm -hmm. Am I remembering that right? Yeah. I... Holy cow. There was no strategy to it whatsoever. There was... I mean... It all depended on when you logged in, and there was an RNG element to it, but there wasn't even an explanation. There are still things about that game that I don't understand. Like, there are certain bonuses you can get that just happened. No one knows why, but if you did it at just the right time, you got a bonus. Yeah. So, I, I, I just very very disappointed in this i this was half-baked it didn't work well the only thing i can say is at least it wasn't frustrating because <laughs> it was over with so quickly True. but i mean there are people who were gone for a couple days and they came back <laughs> expecting to hop in you know frontline phalanx and it was just gone <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I, deku how did you feel about this sucker um. Yeah, I mean, you guys pretty much covered it really well. It was designed terribly. There's no actual fun part about it. It is just going in every couple of hours, voting for Alencia and leaving, and we're never seeing it again. This will go I, the way of rally defense. I think. Well, they tried rally defense a couple times. Man, that game was game mode was not good. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, 2021 will be the year that we see some old, old, old game modes come back. So you think uh, you think we are going to get rally defense again? <laughs> uh, I mean, look they they put time into making game modes to share them with us, right? So like the um, the the developer uh uh the developer maps what what were those called 
uh, yeah, uh, they were. About, but I don't know what they're called. It was like two years ago. Yeah. Oh, those were a blast. Yeah, like I, I did not have the units to clear those at the time. So, and and now, I mean, two years later, we have so many uh, either new or returning people <laughs> to the game, or I don't know people like me that couldn't clear those two years ago because they didn't know what they were doing to build units. Mm-hmm. Now they have units to, to clear those. I, I, I think we will see old game modes come back. And I, I am 100% sure of that. Well, in, in my opinion, relay defense did come back. I think the better iteration of that is Mjolnir strike. Oh, you might be onto something there. That's interesting. And I, I, I think they made a lot of improvements. I again, I like the game mode a ton. I, it is fun to play. Yeah, I mean, you're not you're, you're not wrong. Um, I actually, I, I think you're probably right. Uh, they may have just scrapped. Uh, I I don't even remember what the the name of the game mode is, and you just said it to me. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm. Sh- it it kind of sounds like. They scrapped that game mode and made Mjolnir Strike, um, based on what Mjolnir Strike is. Uh, but yeah, anyway. Um, so you're you're right. You were just a year too late. <laughs> At yes. least with Relay Defense, that's it's already come back. But I, I, to your point, I I think that would be interesting if Frontline Phalanx came back in a different, in a completely different. You know, candy wrap. Um, trait fruits were added at the same time. Yeah, trait fruit. Uh, yes. Trait fruit, good. Yep, not a lot of them, but they good. It, it's... <laughs> I'm going to sound snooty here. It, it, so I'm on, my, I, I'm on my third unit that I could trait fruit now. Mm-hmm. So, Dang. I mean, that's, that's, that's plenty for me. <laughs> I, I think that's a good rate. I just think that should have been spread to everyone, <laughs> you know, and, and not just the people who feel the need that, to compete for every last <laughs> bit that they can possibly get. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've done two, and I am halfway to my third. I, I don't even know where I'm at. I uh, I made Zane better, and I haven't looked at my trade for since then, so... But I, I don't think there's too much to talk about them. I, I think this is this is one of the things, particularly for free-to-play players, The this is huge. Yeah. I mean, for oh, yeah, whales, for sure. most of the time, when you summon 11 copies, you're going to get the IV that you want. You know, and the exception Especially is when... you know that it's only the uh, one IV that matters. Yeah. Oh, that was such a great change, too. But, you know, once in a while you get idiots who go in on Hero Fest banners and, and don't get plus attack Ephraims. But <laughs> mm, most of the time, most of the time, if you summon 11 copies, you're going to get the IV that you want. Very true. The, the, the folks that, ha- that, that uh, only summon one unit. And, I mean, I, I always think of my Bridal Fjorm, who's minus HP. <laughs> Just the... The one stat she cares about. And the one time I wanted plus <laughs> HP and I get minus HP. Yeah. 
That's so what you get for I, I think, right? For one-offs, I think it's amazing. I mean, it's it's a lot like my minus defense Milla. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, yeah. I think that's an excellent change. I think it takes out a lot of the frustration of the summoning pool, which, again, I think they've done such a good job with this year. Yeah, that has definitely been a focus. I agree. Pawns of Loki. The best game mode. Auto chess. Exactly. <laughs> Pawns of Loki was great. Uh, I um, I was really looking forward to talking with Ilya about this on the podcast, and, and we just never made it happen. But uh, the, the game mode was a lot of fun. It was challenging uh, to... to get to the higher um, echelons, I suppose. Um, and um, I thought it was fun. I thought it was interesting. And uh, I definitely want to see it return. All right, now here's the real question. Do you think it got too hard after day one? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, I think, if anything, day one was too easy. It didn't prepare us for what was coming. Yeah, I mean... And then people got mad when day two wasn't as easy as day one. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's fair. Um, but day one, we were all tier one. So it should have been... That is also true. If if day one had been super hard, we wouldn't have played it again. Very fair. We definitely would not have. And but no one wanted to like, play oh, it after day two. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I kept playing. Well, it was I, when yeah, there were two days. Well, it just took actual tactics. I, it, it was just a beating. I, and I, I think I think this will be a g- good game mode. It's not. Whereas I look at Frontline Phalanx, and I don't know where they take that. I, I, there, there are some tweaks they can make to it, but it's it's not good design. <laughs> um, the the auto chess, I thought that I was not going to like that at all, and that that has some real potential to it. Yeah, there are. I I think I have faith that they will make that a fun game mode because I think it's got really good bones. Um, the. The fact that to in order to get where do we end up at? It was tier eight was the highest. Is that right? I do not remember. I I got the bronze trophy, and the way I got it is I spent I don't know. It felt like an hour. It might have been, and I just re-rolled over and over and over until I got the exact setup. That would help me score. Wow. And and that's the only way. RNG was the only way you got past that or uh, up into that bronze trophy. That's that's lame. It that really is just, lame. It's I, annoying. Yeah, I, I don't I mean, know honestly, why. Honestly, it's also kind of my um, least favorite part of uh, Arena. For sure. Fishing... Just no. I don't know why you played that way, Joel. Because <laughs> I wanted the bronze trophy. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, well, I, I mean, I guess that is fair. You are legally mandated to, to acquire all rewards. Yeah, we have had this discussion before. In Fire Emblem Heroes, um, well, I um, I just set up with all beasts and dragons, and I did great. Like I I played like maybe 10 or 15 times like that was the total number of games that i played in pawns of loki over the i don't know week or however long it was out uh so i i barely played and still <laughs> loved it and i got up to like nine thousand five hundred or something and that's that's back to my it's back to my point earlier with resident battles I, Pons of Loki was a good casual mode. It was still fun if you played on, on intermediate or uh, beginner. Uh, it was still a lot of fun. And the, uh, there wasn't so much of an RNG factor in there. But if you wanted the bronze trophy, <laughs> there was no other way to play. I mean, that, that's as a competitive mode, it was not good. And that's Resonant Battles, I, I don't think is a good competitive mode. Um, Pons of Loki, don't think it's a good competitive mode. And Frontline Phalanx was just not a good mode. <laughs> so do you think that they could make changes to Pons of Loki to make it a competitive mode? I don't know. I, I almost want them to take the competitive out of it altogether. Hmm. Um, I, I think because... I don't know why it was so fun. I can't put my finger on it because on paper, I thought it was going to be so terrible. And I, I got to playing it and I really enjoyed getting to use my units in different ways. Yeah. Like that, that was a lot of fun. Um, I, I think taking the ranking system out, out of it altogether would probably be the best solution. And I think people would play the heck out of it still. I I agree, but where would your reward structure come in? Um, I mean, you can do it a, a couple different ways. There's, I know for like allegiance battles, there is a ranking system, but there's also alongside of it uh, a system where as long as you score over a certain threshold, you get maximum rewards. Uh huh. Um, that's something they could do. Uh, they could do a system like uh, Grand Conquests, where there is a competitive element, but but a lot of your rewards comes from getting past tier twenty five, and that's just a certain number of of matches that you play to get you over that. Hmm. Um, I think I think both of those are valid ways that they could do it, and and again, I would I'd play the heck out of it and I'd enjoy it. I just they they didn't do a good job making it competitive, and God help me if I see an A skill here in the next couple of months that is Pawns of Loki specific. Ooh. <laughs> I will I, I will throw a fit. It's um uh HP four, which gives you HP plus ten. <laughs> I was you know, I actually wouldn't mind HP four. But if they did like the, the dual skills. Yeah. If they did something like that, I just just no. Please no. Uh, I don't think they will, but I'd throw a fit. Green, green dual flying four. <laughs> All right, get, get I, ready for this. Green dual flying four gives you plus ten HP, and you score at one ninety. What? 
Oh, I hate that I got excited about that skill right now. <laughs> You're welcome. I just I'm thinking of all all of my dancers that I could now go into arena with. <laughs> yes. So yeah. Wow, so I, I am I am actually I'm I'm really excited about uh dual four skills now. So yeah, so let's talk about now what we want to see in book five. What additions do we want to see made in the 5.0 updates that will seemingly be coming later this month? I, Deku, I think you should start us off on this one because this is something that you have been, you have been basically theory crafting book five for a while now. I have. My mind is drawing a complete blank on everything I have prepared up until now. I'm now opening up the game to look around so I can see... Compile combat manuals. Let's talk about that. Is it time to see... Divine Codes Part 2? I'm torn on that. So... The problem is, I, I probably have as many codes as you can get. Um, mm -hmm. I, I maybe being short, true. I, 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 there was, there was a week where I forgot to do Milner strike and it was the week that I was helping everyone with Milner strike. <laughs> it made me so angry. I have no idea what I was thinking, but anyway, that that's, I'm missing those codes. <laughs> and every time I look at my stash, I'm like, I am torn. I don't think it's time yet because we haven't made it through divine codes one. Um, I think Jackal has a great point. I think we should be getting more codes because honestly, while I like the, uh, I'm a big fan of, of codes. They're great, mm -hmm. but they're not game breaking. Great. Hmm. <laughs> like there's no reason why we shouldn't be getting more codes. That's yeah. So I've, the fact that I have about the maximum that you can get and I am halfway through because I think there's six total lines. Right. I'm mm -hmm. just now halfway through. That's so what are they going to go another year? I mean, yeah, that is a super long time. It is. It's and they it's basically almost, it's almost as bad as trying to summon for these these premium skills. In my opinion. <laughs> So it's time. They they need to they need to speed up. <laughs> they need to let the spice flow. We are all in agreement that we need more divine codes. Period. Yes. Yes, we need more divine codes. No question. I mean, I think uh divine codes part 2 would be a good start. Um as long as divine codes part 1 don't go away, uh but I think you you'd stop 2 is fine. If you start getting Divine Codes Part 2, you're probably not going to get any more Divine Codes Part 1. Why? It's, I mean, just look at how they've been dealing with the uh, short-term Divine Codes. Well, and that's true. Well, I, I, I think it would be similar, where there would be a little bit of overlap, and then it would transfer over. Hmm. Makes I, sense to me. I disagree. I think they could run concurrently. Um and I don't see a problem with that because if if it is going to take another year for us to get through Divine Codes Part One, there are going to be people that still don't finish that, you know. So like, why 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 not give people that are 
finishing that up, like Joel, something else to focus on. And then people that... The other thing I will say is that Divine Code, short-term Divine Codes, limited edition Divine Codes, they never give us enough to finish. I was just about to say that. And that, that is, so that's very, that's a very real possibility. Um, I, I would be so disappointed if, you know, I, I said I've, I've got three lines minus 600. If I don't get that extra 600 before they do the switch, I would be so mad Yeah. because you know, you know where those would have come from. <laughs> that Milner strike that I missed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Um, well, uh, yes. I, I, I don't think that they need to be giving us all of the short-term divine codes. Uh, bless you. I don't. I don't think Thank that you. that's what those are for. You know, like you, you for those. I think you need to pick and choose what you want. Uh, like, like, mm-hmm. do you want more wings of mercy fodder, or do you want? Um, I, Christmas Crom, who is useless. Yes, but he exactly. Looks cool. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and and you know stuff like that is is having to choose between skills, uh, where you don't get all of them. But Divine Codes Part One feels like we should be getting all of those uh, manuals. To me, it does. So. It just it doesn't make sense to me that we wouldn't eventually get all of those. Yeah, I and all we've got to go off of is ephemera. And for ephemera, they never give us enough. I'm assuming they'll handle it the same way. Um, the other thing is, I mean, what happens to the people who actually finish? Are you just collecting codes for no reason then? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just building up there. Just the extra uh, I mean, ephemera that you always have sitting around because they never quite exactly. Or, or they they allow you to collect, continue collecting a f- uh, divine codes part one, and then at some point there is a cutoff after everybody should have gotten a chance to actually summon all six lines, uh, and then they're converted to divine codes part two. Like hmm. you said, Joel. I I guarantee you they won't convert them. No, I I don't think they will either. But I think it's a neat idea. What they, what they don't want is for us to save up all of our Divine Codes, never spend them, and then as soon as Divine Codes 2 hit, we dump all of those into the newer, better skills. That, that, is, that is something that they would not want to do. Yeah, there are a lot of newer, better skills out there. There, there are. really are. So, actually, this is something I wanted to talk about with Resplendence. Uh, and... So I I don't like Resplendence, to be honest with you guys. Uh, I think they are trying to patch up old bad units. Um, and I don't, I don't think there's a reason to do that for the most part. Uh, there are better units being created, and they're, to me, they are trying to push these new units that, that don't, mean anything like people people already have those so it kind of helps those people out but if they're not doing fey pass then it's just like you know two ships in the night right they're never gonna see that unit let's keep in mind what their focus was for 2020 
Uh-huh. And 2020 was focused on the collector. That is that is who IS decided that they wanted to make 2024. Mm. And that's you think about the summoning pool changes, you think about the resplendence. All of those are for people who want to grab all of their favorite units. Um I there were I, I and it, I mean I, I alluded to it, but they they neglected competitive play so much. Yeah. The fact that the only major change in Aether raids since it came out in 2018 <laughs> is auto dispatch. That is that is a huge oversight. This is supposed to be their marquee. Well, one of the two marquee game modes, and they have really neglected it. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm expecting I'm expecting some AR updates between now and February. Uh, are we are we keeping a list of all of the changes that we hope to see somewhere? Is somebody tracking that? Great. So podcast listener, uh, <laughs> uh, summoner, go ahead and just post all that stuff on Reddit for us. Thanks. Uh, so in in 2021. Uh, we want to see much broader and um, better uh, changes to, well, maybe not broader, but better changes to competitive modes. And, the, and to their credit, yeah, to their credit in Arena, at the and this was at the tail end of 2019, but at the start of 2020, we had the end of the cheerleading meta. And if you guys remember... <laughs> Because no one wants to remember this. They've blocked it out. When Arena was, you had to get all the kills with just your bonus unit. <laughs> that was terrible. Wow. And they finally got rid of that. That was that was fantastic. And then they gave us new maps for Arena, which I had no idea how tired of those maps I was. That was a nice change. That that was those were two good changes. So I, I, so that those are, those are the only competitive changes throughout the entire year though, because again, I, I'm not counting resonant battles cause I, I don't think it's a competitive mode. And then we've talked about Ponds of Loki and frontline phalanx. So I, I want, I want to see, I want to see the competitive players taken care of a little more in 2021. I appreciate all of your summoning changes. Thank you. Now give AR some love. Yes. So, should we talk about dwarves and robots? We should definitely talk about dwarves and robots. So, um, for those who aren't aware, didn't watch the book four ending video, the next place we're going is a place I'm not even going to try to pronounce, but it is the Norse Land of Dwarves. Is it Needlefar? Sure. Uh, can can one of you post that? Because I'm pretty sure I know how to pronounce that. <sighs> Don't sigh at me, Deku. <laughs> I mean, the reason that I didn't want to pick it up in the first place is just pronounce it in the first place <laughs> simply because I didn't have it open and I don't even want to just go look it up. Oh, all right. Well, let's move on then. So I looked up um, my best idea of the spelling and I came up with Nogglefar. <laughs> yes. Nogglefar. Not- not the same thing. No. That Dang. is Leon's tome. Dang. Never mind. 
Listen to me. Yes, that's it. That's the place we're going. <laughs> no, it's not. That's something I mean, I, completely different. <laughs> I thought it was uh, the same thing too. So, I I want to see I want to see robots versus wrestlers. Yes, this is this has been his great theory over the past days. Is that the uh, dwarves will create robots? Wait, so are there actually robots in Fire Emblem? Not There's yet. automatons. Okay. But they don't really have like any sort of AI or outside combat. Gotcha. But there was the Dragalia crossover. That had robots. It had Mega Man in it. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I forgot about Dragalia that. Ex- it's a great game, but it's an experience. So I... I, I think we have to get robots. That's and and the question is, you know what comes with robots? Guns. <laughs> oh, so you're saying the summoner will finally be playable. <laughs> I I don't I I don't think the summoner will ever be playable. I, I know you think differently, but I Honestly I'm starting to lean towards the edge of yeah, they're gonna be playable eventually and gonna lose some of their avatar-esque status i i will say it was funny because we we had a conversation about about the summoner being a playable character and the very next week (laughs) we had uh, of course the uh that that last episode where the summoner was in the game i mean it turned out to be alphonse of course but when we got the the data mine i was like oh man Deku is going to be so smug. <laughs> I was actually going to record an entire episode about that. And then it came out a day earlier than I expected. <laughs> Dang. So, Jackal, your yes. opinion on dwarves and robots. Um, I mean, as far as Fire Emblem goes, I, I don't know. Keep in mind when I say robot, I mean, you, you guys, some sort of mechanism. I mean, I I don't know that we'll have I I you know what I imagine is very close to the the tank in Milner Strike. <laughs> mm. Okay, Joel, don't try to justify your robots to me. Okay, uh, whether whether they're real robots or fake robots, they're going to be robots. I will not be disappointed either way. Well, um, I you know more steampunk robots than you know the year three thousand robots. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, we need to talk about changes to the mythic legendary banner system. And okay. we, we touched on it just a little bit. Um, I will say, I, so I was listening to Dire Thunder on one of his streams. And so the thing he was talking about with your idea of making the, uh, making the four stars out of the older units. Uh, mm-hmm. um, his version of that was making them four-star focuses, much like on special banners, where they don't actually enter the pool, but they are they're they're at four-star rates inside of those uh, inside of the mythic legendary banners. Huh. Yeah, but unfortunately, any with close counter distant counter still will not be. <laughs> so, so basically, they would still be five stars when you summon them but you'd be summoning at four star rates uh well no no they'd be they'd be four stars when you got them so you'd have to promote them okay I, keep in mind 
I don't think this is something they're going to do, but it is a version of what you were saying that I thought was really interesting to think about. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of what I was talking about is is just yes having them available at four stars. Um, I am. I can't even remember what my idea was in the last episode. It's been such a long couple of days. Um, but your idea for yeah. what? Uh, what what was what was my idea for what they were going to do with the mythic um, legendary banner when we? Uh, I don't. Oh, you were going to be talking about making them fo- like four star focuses, making older legendaries four star focuses on those banners. No, that was my. Yeah, idea. we. No, that was. Yeah, that was idea. that was jackals. Okay. Anyway, yeah, doesn't matter. I I don't think that's the way that's the way they're going to do that. Um. Oh oh, my idea was that they were just going to pull them off into a separate banner. Mm. Uh, and that's a one-time thing, though. I, I think they'll come oh, back. Oh, that's right. That was the big thing I was going to be talking about, wasn't it? Yeah. So I <laughs> I think we're getting refines in February for legendary old legendaries. I think I think it has to happen. I I do not think they're going to make going to increase their BST, which is disappointing to me. But I from a I mean, this is a business, you know. <laughs> yeah. They 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 are in the business of making money, and giving you an excuse to use old units as opposed to summoning summoning for new units is not going to be something that they are particularly on board with. All right. I would love Good. it if they did that, but I, I don't think that's going to be a thing. I do think we're going to get refines though, and I'm excited about those. Yeah, I do agree. Refines are quite plausible. That said, I want to talk about my idea, now that I finally remembered it. Okay. Just a second, I'm about to sneeze. Okay. <laughs> so. Um, I was looking at the upcoming Legendary Mythic banners. I noticed that another sneeze coming. I'm fine, don't worry about it. I noticed that we Go have a it. lot of legendary mythics coming up. And come February, we actually have four green units lined up to be in that same banner. So I think they're going yes. to increase the number of focus units from three to four of each color on legendary mythic banners. Not starting this month. Yeah, I mean, in February, obviously. Um, yeah. And I, I... We've talked about that, and I... The thing is, the rates would be so ridiculously bad um and honest honest to god summoners if they do that i steer clear of legendary and mythic banners that is especially because it is I, going to I be can't... so many more reruns of old heroes that like that maybe don't have their new refines yet and i mean to your point it would be interesting if you kind of combined your idea and jackal's idea so you still have the four per color but one of those is a four star. I like that. Um, I I don't. I still think the rates would be just atrocious on that. But it, it's an interesting thought. Um, I personally, it just for me, it lines up too well to just pull out the four oldest units, and you have them on another banner. Um, my question is: in two thousand twenty-one. Will we get to summon on Sothis? <laughs> that is also a good question. Because for those of you who aren't aware, 
Sothis is not currently listed as showing up again in any month. So I I think Jackal, I think your idea that she's actually going to be on a Hero Fest is, or, or a rerun of the past Hero Fest, I, I think is a very likely thing. Um, but yeah, I, I have no idea. I, that that was that was really weird for me. Hmm. So, I mean, did, we've got a Faye channel coming up. Did I real say quick? That? I thought you said that. Was it Deku who said that? I don't remember if it was me. Man, I feel smart. I wasn't listening. What did I maybe say? Uh, uh, Sothis being on a rerun of the Hero Fest banner, and okay, that's yes, why that they. Okay, Deku said it. No, Sorry. it was me. <laughs> I thought I thought that was a very intelligent commentary on that 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 could be a possibility. Um well, yeah. Anything else you guys can think of for book 5? Um, uh, can we finally have a uh axe unit now that we're getting dwarves? Give us free axe unit. I need more axes. What? 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 What are you talking about, Deku? We have thousands of axes. <laughs> but I need more. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I I need I need a new X unit too. <laughs> My uh, late 2019 big summoning push was for blue, and then my September big summoning push was in red. <laughs> so I haven't gotten a decent axe unit since uh, Legendary Hector. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, there's a fantastic uh green unit out there right now you mean ninja hannah uh i mean she's good but, but she's also uh, fits. that's huh but she's also fits yes i that's not who i was talking about though <laughs> okay uh and dang, you mean I, flame emperor no uh freya oh Oh, that would have been a lot better if I had remembered her name right off the bat. But uh... yeah, no, the thing with me is I just like people with axes. It's not just the green; it's that they're axes. Yeah, I know. So you know, but screw uh, Freya is also just very good. I mean, now, that's you've your seen opinion. What you can't do to Wazang. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, move on. <laughs> we have more so, awkward pauses in this podcast than the listener will ever know truly so big <clears throat> big news this week but keep in mind i i think the big changes for fire emblem heroes are going to be from uh, the end of this week depending on when you listen to this podcast so i but the end of this week all the way through february i think we're going to see some big changes but Will we get a brand new currency again? <laughs> I mean, we have to. We definitely have to. <laughs> all right. Um, I, I think that's all I've got for book five. Deku, you got anything else you want us to talk about? Uh, no, I think that covers me. I'm good. All right. Okay. Well, then, thank you guys for coming and joining us today. Um, you can remember to follow the show on Twitter and join our Discord and there's stuff. I feel too lazy to go through all of it. It's all in the description. Go look at the description. New episodes coming out. They will be. 
Um, very detailed, I know. Um... <laughs> Let's see, so we've got, I will officially call it the Summoning Pool episode that will be coming out soon enough. And if you want to partake in that before it comes out, you can always come and join the Discord, so definitely do that. So what do you guys got coming up? We've got an arena episode that I am almost through scripting, and I, I'm really proud of this one. It is taken. My joke is is that for a couple minutes of talking, it's taken an hour of research. <laughs> Dang! I've had, to, I, I've had to do a lot of digging on your your income. So, I, but I, I I think I have a decent plan for the average Fire Emblem Heroes uh, player to make it to tier 21 and to fluctuate basically that tier 20.5 within five months. That is, that is, that is my claim to fame there. I'm calling it quest for the crown. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway, Jackal is going to help me with all of that. And we're going to have a blast explaining to you guys how to get there. Yes. I'm very excited to be a part of it. Um, and I am also, I still haven't edited my episode with Maury. I need to do that. But this episode will come first because it's more timely. That's how it is. Uh, um, do you want to, do you want to talk about the, uh, summoning pool episode or are you going to wait on that? Um, well, I can, I've said the name. I think that'll be enough for this episode. Sweet. You know, uh, once, obviously uh, we're going to have something on the Faye channel that's up and uh, uh, that's coming up. Yeah, so we will. That, we'll that definitely have an episode on that. He knows he'll be in it. Very excited about that one, though. And um, I'm also going to come out with an episode towards the end of the year that breaks down the actual number of heroes that are in the game and talks about how well different parts of the series are represented. Uh, for anyone and who hasn't the... been in any Discord servers with me, this is something I've been keeping track of for around a year now. It's really interesting. It's really good information. We get we get charts that are that update us uh, almost every every banner, probably about once a month, and it's it's really neat to look at how they spread things around. So, Deck, are you going to take us out? Um. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Listen, I have a brand on this show, and that brand is low quality. (laughs) Low effort (laughs) on the outros. I have a brand on this show, and that's being the honeypot, and also getting up at 4 o'clock, so I'm going to bed. Good night. Good night. (laughs) Good night, summoners. (laughs) 